Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. It's story time with Nancy and Loudon today. Nancy knows how to put on a show at the club for sure and draws a crowd in the public area. Then, back at the sex apartment, Nancy finds a way to work her whole fist into me. And we're back at the sex apartment once again. Nancy and Loudon, welcome back. Great to be back. back. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Last time we talked about your first experience, your first trip to the club, our first experience with you guys. I teased at the fact that you guys have some very good stories and experiences, and you, Loudon, have made a good definition between the difference between a story and an experience. Well, I want to give credit because it was actually a couple on your podcast that I heard that from, and I think you nicknamed them the mayors of the club. They had a great couple of sessions on here, and that was their explanation. You either walk out with a story or you walk out with an experience. I was like, perfect. I'm stealing that. (laughs) And now we got something to work with. Well done. What do you prefer talking about? Stories or experiences? I think we've got a couple of very exciting stories, but I think the experiences are more going to be, you know, going to provide more impact to especially anyone new who's listening. Okay. And and I will say you guys have had a very interesting journey to where you're at now. Sure. So we had messaged back and forth with a couple on the site and they were going to be at the club one night. Finally got to meet them in person and we were chit-chatting. He had a great personality, strong personality. She had a very strong personality, but a little bit more reserved. And so just with talking with them, we didn't spend a lot of time talking before we got to the point of, hey, do you guys want to... This was very different for us. Yeah, very different for us. Very different. But it, we were... Now, who pushed that progression forward? I think they did, actually. I think they okay. did. Because right. they were a bit more experienced. However, yes. they said they had a regular play couple that they were often with. And so this was like, they were trying out a new space. And I think they were also interested in making an experience happen. And they had talked to a couple of couples, we being one of them. There was a little emphasis on like, hey, is this going to happen or not? And this would have been our first experience to kind of quickly make a turnaround. And we learned that maybe that doesn't work for us because it requires us to also make a game time decision and maybe we didn't talk all the things out or we weren't prepared in some way and in this particular scenario it was like well are we going to I mean this hasn't happened before but yeah. and, and a little bit more backstories she'd never really had a true experience with a woman and I think there was definitely a connection between her and Nancy more so than there was between her and me and Nancy and him I see yeah I didn't get any vibe that she was interested in me. They kind of said, hey, what are we going to do? So we kind of stepped aside for a short minute. Mm -hmm. We talked it through and we ended up both saying, let's go get a room and go. We got to the room. Him and I just kind of sat back and let the ladies do their thing. She was so into it. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have a lot of experience with women. She was a little insecure doing things and I'm totally game to do the doing. So, um, in fact, I would say more often than not, I am like, "Ah, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) 
<laughs> she then had the experience of switching roles and she was very excited, very into it. I was surprised by, well, how should I put this? Her personality was very take charge. So I kind of wasn't surprised that she was like as aggressive as she was. But the fact that it's her first time, I was like, Oh, that's a bit of a surprise. It was great. And it was a lot of fun. The experience with the two of us was great, except we came into this scenario thinking the four of us were playing. So mm-hmm. there was kind of like, this, all right, well, what, how are we going to, how is this transition? How does this happen? And herein lies some of the awkwardness because had not been with a, another guy and we didn't necessarily like know where that was going to go or how it's going to go. And do we swap here? Or do we, how well, do we parallel play? Like we didn't really know. The ladies got up off the bed and she made her way over to me and we started to kiss and she's obviously already undressed. And I think I might've been at that point too. For me, if my confidence level's not there, that everything is as it should be. It started off well, and then my head got in the game mm. and I was done. It was done, you know, just a few minutes into like, oh, I, this isn't going to work out for me. And I'm fairly certain he had the same issue. I think we all thought we were ready for it, but we obviously weren't. Yeah. Everybody so think, moved, everybody moved think, a little fast. I think fast. four people took one for the team. <laughs> like we kind of like, oh, that's, no. that's, yeah. that's the joke yeah. is that we simultaneously unknowingly yeah took one for the team. But I mean, for the the ladies worked out fantastic. And it was actually great to see two alpha females. It it was just a nice aggression. It was a (laughs) night. It was something to sit back and was like, wow, that really worked out well. The rest of it didn't pan out well. And that was one of the awkward rides home that were like, hmm. And then the next day you have a more conversation. (laughs) You're like, okay, here's what happened. So what was that conversation? Um, You didn't like what you saw and neither did I. And actually it took us a little bit to be able to kind of diagnose that and to have the words for that. Um, And what do you mean by didn't like what you saw? So it was uncomfortable for you to see me with him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to kid you. It was uncomfortable with, for me to be with him. I felt like the entire time it was a bit performative. I wasn't there in the way that I wanted to be there, that a way that I want to be with, with anyone. If I'm not fully into it, it doesn't really make sense for me to do it. And so again, it felt like kind of taking over the team, a bit disappointing there. But, you know, I looked over at you and I was like, you're not in a place you want to be in. This is not, what are we doing? So when I can tell you're not in Mm -hmm. the game either. And something that, you know, when we were, okay, this isn't going to work. And we started to clean up and get dressed. She had said something to me like, you're very, very strong. And I didn't know to take that as something good or bad. Did I hold down too hard? Did I? Because I like that. Yes. (laughs) Nancy, I I pin her down and so I probably did that. (laughs) Maybe it was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, just those things that I think I'm trying to stress is I would rather get to know somebody Mm -hmm. very much more privately. Like I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to take risks. Sure. There's nice part of just figuring things out. But definitely, I don't want to be that or sure. that, you know, that story. For somebody else. Yeah. Right, right. You talked about two alpha females. So I'm curious how that played out in the bedroom. So was there a dynamic where you guys were trying to figure out who was more alpha? Or did you balance that together? Well, uh, I'll say this from probably being the more experienced person in that way in the room. I took the lead at first. It was a very natural transition to her. It was her turn. Like it was happening. And I was happily surprised by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking that I was just going to do the thing and mm-hmm. then she lays there, <laughs> which, which can also be totally fine. It was surprising to me that it took that turn. So I don't know that it was maybe a battle of dominance as it was just another, she has a very strong personality, I that, think naturally. And yeah, then it kind that, of 
turned into, oh, wow, you're taking over too. Cool. That's a great point of clarity because in conversation, she was very confident, but not arrogant. Okay. She just had this air about her. She carried herself very well. And that was another part of the attractiveness I did see in her. Yeah. So I definitely saw it shared amongst those two. Between the, yep. But then transferring over to here, it was like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) You know, we're just going to finish. The good part happened. Let's let's just kind of get to this part. And, and obviously I already explained that. So so moving on from that story. Mm-hmm. I think we have a story slash experience. We had, we, had, we had met a couple on the site and met them at the club. Very attractive couple. She's stunning. And great personality. And he's a good now, looking Now, girl. hold on. Rewind a second because we actually met them at the club. And the chemistry at the club previously, but it was, it was, it was classic you guys. It's the end of the night. Everybody's <laughs> leaving. That's when you meet a really interesting couple. <laughs> it's like too late. And so it was this quick exchange of like, hey, how are you? We're totally interested, la la la. And so like a little bit of get to know you. Mm-hmm. That already gave us a jump into a couple of weeks of like sexy talk and yeah. like building the lustiness, just getting having a conversation, get yeah. to know you more. So we met him at the club, sat down at a table. It was just a really good vibe across all aspects of it. Something that she did that really gave me the confidence was she had just said some really flattering things and made great eye contact and was very very flirty. Very into you. Very, very flirty. This feels really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nancy's really, Nancy's really feeling it. So he says, Hey, come find us in a couple minutes. We're going to go get a room. So a hide and seek kind of scenario. Right. I fucking hate that. Well, well, here's where it gets, here, here's where the story becomes part of an experience is they chose the, the group room. The group room doesn't have the door or the, you know, you're just going to walk in. It's everybody's welcome. It's everyone's welcome. Well, the only thing to be, yes. Well, the only thing to be said for this, and I think this is what kind of saved us from saying, we need to get the hell out of here, is that it was the couples and unicorns night. So there were no single guys. Okay. Um, okay. And the, so the only singles were the ladies. So not that I don't want to know you and I would have appreciated Okay, just say it. Just tell the story. <laughs> so, so we, we we find them in the room, and and they're already playing. We're already getting at it. We're already getting at it. We're like, wow, okay. So we derobe and just find our way into the mix, and and it was a mix. It was, it was definitely, a, as you describe it, the puppy pile. But I mean, it's just a foursome. Just the four of us, and we started. Everything was just clicking. It was really, 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 which is surprising because really nice. again, our yeah. previous experience not as great. Yeah. It involves the sort of yeah, just you know. But anyway, yeah, we're in there for just a little bit, and obviously a crowd's gathering. People are coming in because there's a couple of couches you can sit on or, or at least one couch you can sit on there's the other bed no and then door. you've got the window to the other room so you can see what's taking on in there well a couple of unicorns had come in and said something like you're not smacking her ass the right way or hard enough or something so immediately they're derobed and just jumped in yeah, too. Like wiggled yeah. their wiggled their little ways in there. And the other gentleman was really into it. He started just yeah, invitation. Jump, but again, invitation. like these are the things. But you all of a sudden, there's, there's hands <laughs> and touching and other things happening that are kind of interfering with the really good stuff that was already happening. Yeah. So you're like, you know, whatever. So lesson learned, group room. But, but, you know, in general, respect the boundaries. Even if when you're in the couple's room, ask. There wasn't any request to participate. It was, it just happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't involve myself with any of those women. I don't think you did at all. There was an awkward. (laughs) What if 
<laughs> one of them like came over and was like trying and I was trying to in a nice way fend off um, without being rude you know it was yeah. like okay I'm just going to keep paying attention to other people and maybe you'll just go away <laughs> yeah and eventually yes that worked out in our favor but it was like it was awkward yeah and, and so eventually they took off and the four of us ended up finishing and I went and sat on the couch he laid on the other bed and the ladies had their cuddle puddle very passionate cuddle puddle that was a good one and i think (laughs) obviously to add into the experiences i think he wasn't comfortable with that oh yeah i think there was a little too well yeah that's why we're here i think i think i think i I like that you know there was dirt i think he was just a little uncomfortable with the ladies having that much interest in each other now, before, a little bit more before you guys had that interest, now, what were the connections during the playtime? I would say I was, I mean, I was still mostly paying attention to her. Okay. We had some interaction and some parallel play, but it was, honestly, she was the center of attention quite a bit, yes. which was a lot of fun. Now, did you get an opportunity to play with her as well? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, and yes. So now this is where I'm wondering if he's like, all right, well, I kind of felt like I was on the outside looking in through the entire play experience. And now the play experience has come to an end, but oh wait, no, it didn't end. Now these two ladies are just going to cuddle and... Yeah. It, 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 it very was, well it, could it have was, been that now was, that I think um, about it. But yeah, yeah I right. I think I had scenario. more time with her than you did. Yes. I definitely did. I mean, I had her interest and <laughs> enjoyment for a, you know, a nice while. That was a great Half. experience with a little bit of story. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of story. Thinking back on it, maybe... Maybe more of a story? I don't know. Yeah. But either way. So that's that. Okay. You guys were trying to figure out which story each of you was talking about. And you had another oh, yeah. one that you wanted to do. Let me preface it with, we had been to the club on a nice night and we were sitting outside and discovered a couple who, um, (laughs) we had chit-chatted with a number of people and they just happened to be sitting with this one couple. So I sat down next to her and I don't even know if he sat next to him, but either way we hit it off with this couple. We were sitting outside and she was very attentive in the conversation, you know, looked over at me, engaged. It wasn't sexy club conversation. It was like we were sitting at dinner somewhere. Yeah. You had the same interaction with him. You were actually standing up off to oh, yeah. the side for quite a while. Point being is that that's how we, we got to know them. And they actually ditched the club very early that night. Had to get out of there. So we got their numbers and we started some chit chat back with them for quite a while. And this is where it led into one of our funniest interactions of our <laughs> ignorance of the lifestyle was we set up a date with them. We get to the point where we're, it's finally night of. And, and there have been a lot of good banter. Leading there had been a lot of good banter, but we had made the assumption and it was an equal assumption. Hey, they're just two adults who just want to get out and hang out with a couple other adults. That's why we're going here to dinner. Date. That's just why we're going. They just want to have a date and get to know us. We're even joking. Like she comes into the shower when I'm showering. It's like, hey, honey, do I, do I shave this up? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, honey. How like, detailed do we have like, to get how She's like, I'm like, no, listen, I swear to God. They're just, they just want to hang out. How fucking wrong could we have been, right? <laughs> we, we get to the event, we go to dinner. She was just looking so cute. Like I couldn't even look at her. She's just in a really cute dress. He's a handsome guy and they had great personalities. So we hit it off at dinner, get to done with dinner and, and go over to the other venue. And again, so I'm paired up with her. Nancy's paired up with him. We're getting to know each other over this time period. Get done with that. Sit down to have some drinks. So finally, after a number of drinks and she had done the right things again, she had just <laughs> reached over and would touch my leg or touch my arm. And I'm like, you know, okay. you know flying high at this point. And I'm like, Oh God, it's like 
1230, how late do you guys can stay out before you got to go home? So I'm diagnosed with Nancy and he just, he's like, so you guys want to go get a room? Didn't miss a beat. We looked at each other. We're like, fuck. Again, bug eyed. But yes, <laughs> absolutely couldn't be more unprepared for the situation. She's sitting next to me and she's like, why don't you guys just go talk it over? Just go over there for a few minutes and, and just talk it over. Try to figure it out. And we're like, guys, we're just didn't know this was how this was supposed to work. And okay. So, and it wasn't even about not having shaved the bits or whatever, but no. um, it was it, just, we weren't mentally prepared there, for yeah. the step. You hadn't yes. decided what you guys were going to be all right with. Exactly. And- Cause you know, we've had the back and forth and good and bad experiences, yada, yada. So yeah, we're, weren't prepared and it was late. And let's be honest, the later it gets, the more you know, you're tired. It's like, okay, we, when's the cutoff for then? You guys are I, definitely our early bird couple. There's no yes. doubt about that. Yeah. Okay with that. Well, to, to continue the story about the early bird. So nonetheless, in this getting to know them better through all those times, there had been plans to kind of meet up, hang out again and try to make something happen. And there just been, you couldn't imagine the things that interfered that really happened that kind of threw things haywire nearly every time we were supposed to get together. Not only is their schedule tough, as most people's are, things just got in the way. And they were very patient with us. They're very experienced. They're, yeah, they're, they're professionals, I would say, where we were total noobs. Yes. <laughs> so finally, we get to the point of an agreement. Let's get together for a morning. Let's see if we can make it work in the morning. And we joked that we called it the breakfast club. But we finally got to that point where we met a couple where she was interested in him. I was interested in her and everything. It was, it was back and forth. It was, it was really good. So in we, that way, it was kind of, I mean, we say we're always unicorn hunting uh, for better or for worse. We could talk more about that. That was our kind of a unicorn couple in a yeah. way. You know, very cool people. So we had a great experience that morning. And the funny part of it is, you know, because we reacted poorly to a couple of situations ourselves, I think we turned them off. We absolutely did turn them off. The experience is we no longer talk to them. Ugh. But the great part of the story was it really did kind of work out that we learned a lot from it. Not only that there's couples we might be able to play with, but that the a bit more cognizant of, hey, this is the lifestyle. You know, if people want to meet you outside, there's a reason. There's a good chance there might be more. Have a a little sense. When we told you that story originally, I remember you guys coming back quickly with the Boy Scouts code. Always be prepared. prepared. (laughs) But but that's a you know, but that that's where we built from. Is is we learned a lot from that one. So that would be a story experience. Now I don't know if you're all right with digging into it. You mentioned that there were a handful of things that had happened between the two of you that might have turned them off. And as this isn't always sunshine and rainbows, Mm -hmm. real life things do happen. What were some of those issues that popped up during this? Well, they were more patient with us than they ever really needed to be because, you know, when you get to day of and all of a sudden we have to cancel, that's really unfair to the other couple. And the situations that came up sounded so far-fetched, but they weren't. The one was, this has happened to us before. We can be kind of rough with each other when (laughs) we play. Um, We decided, and it was a horrible idea, that the morning of the night we were supposed to get with them, hey, let's get one out of the way for ourselves. Needless to say, sometimes she jumps on and she's not exactly wet. It doesn't feel really good for the guy and and cause a little bit of damage, which has (laughs) happened before and kind of tore me up a little bit. So I'm like... (laughs) Here's why we have to cancel. And there's no reason anyone in the world would ever believe that story. There just isn't. But we had rough dry sex. We, 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 we've done it. We've done it. It used to happen. It happened before. But, but, but needless to say, and so when you hear a story like that, you're just gonna be like, oh, screw these people. They're just, they're just bullshitters. You just be cool with us. Tell us you're still a little nervous about this stuff. They were very cool with it. The thing that kind of 
I think where we overreacted, and I have to side with her on this because I, I can't not. After that morning play date, because their schedules are so tight, we had scheduled out like two more play dates two months out, like one in one month and one in the next. And not maybe, even a week later. Yeah. Sometime we were just in some conversation and the comment was made, hey, do we have you guys on the calendar? It just made us feel like one of a million. Yeah. You know, because we're not into the volume. We're not looking for that. And it's not a problem if anyone else is. So this isn't. Oh, it's just right. it, left, it left a bad taste in our mouths. And again, like we had back and forth. There were definitely things that could have turned them off to leave us in the dust. And then a little bit of a final straw. Yeah. So we kind of just said, hey, let's just cancel the next couple of times. And they were cool about it. Like, yeah, we understand. Just one of those things, you know, and obviously you're dealing with text messages. So you don't get tone. You don't have real conversation and all these other stupid Mm -hmm. things that had happened. We have no problem with you guys taking your stance and, you know, ours. So there's there's no ill will between it all. But my God, we we learned a lot from that kind of stuff. And also just being with people. I mean, gosh, 20 some years of swinging. Like they were professionals by all judge of the imagination. Yeah. I mean, they started very young. (laughs) Yes, I did, but (laughs) (laughs) I've been asking recently, why do you guys do the lifestyle? Well, I think at, at this point is we've definitely discovered that it's, a nice enhancement for us. I think we've proven for ourselves. We don't need to be heavily engaged in the lifestyle. Listening to your podcast, Nessa, you've mentioned in a previous one that the lifestyle is a very broad offering of things to a very narrow group of people. Mm-hmm. So I think what we've discovered is where we thought we would be very multidimensional, we're not. We're probably more of the limited couples who are really looking for experiences. Mm -hmm. So that's why we've kind of tailored everything back to, well, we love the voyeurism. We love to be watched. Mm -hmm. We love to watch. So that's their base. Then after that, it's the female. Does she make a connection? And then after that, what do I get out of it? Well, I don't want you to have the short end of the stick here. Well, that's not what I mean. But at the end of it, we've noticed that it's a great fantasy tool. It's a great enhancement to things. When we're in the heat of it, I have fantasies now that I can really appreciate, which I didn't so much before seeing her with a woman and seeing how that's taking place. And then seeing how the other woman's reaction to it and just the enjoyment there. And then the satisfaction, the glowing of those two people, that's a big turn on. But why I'm into it is I think it is definitely an extension. It's definitely not a replacement for anything because you know, you hear every couple after you go back and you have that reconnection intimacy. It's like, shit, let's get stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you, you know what I mean. That's why we're there. Is it's we've really scaled back how often we go to the club. We've really scaled back any interactions. Just looking for the obviously the quality, and we want the stronger relationships, the connections. Mm-hmm. I think we've become more particular, which works for us. We'd rather kind of take a back seat and comb through the interactions, the the meeting, and and we're actually very happy to meet and go on a date and have just a date and let that actually be stated from the start. This doesn't not have to go. Anywhere and just read the vibe because you know again text messages you don't really know the thing mm-hmm. even if it gets spicy it's still like you don't really know <laughs> and back to the like the why I still find women highly desirable so it's nice to be able to be with someone in a relationship that is comfortable with me exploring that side of myself still and can be supportive of that and still remain strong in our own connection and our ability to be stable together and not have it be a threat to that because I think. That might pose an issue for someone that's not just like, not just playing around. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. My very first message to you guys, there is part of me that is still searching for that person who is my equal in terms of dirt. Being dirty. <laughs> you know, and, and she's out there if I ever and find her. We had, we had actually discussed this at one point and you said that you're looking for a girl that's down for that because that's not something you want to do with Nancy. That's just, yes, that's, that's a fantasy of yours, but not one that you want to have happen right. there. And, and you know, I even explained it like I like the idea of rough, but it doesn't have to be. It just has to be the representation of it. You know, the sharing of that. You desire that as much as equally as I do. I think if I wanted to lay that out, a woman with black mascara running down her face at the end of it, <laughs> that's what I'd like. And But what it takes to get there mm-hmm. might be a little much for the normal person. Mm-hmm. Don't want to scare anybody away. <laughs> you had mentioned that this leads to a lot of pillow talk for you guys. Yeah. What are some of the fantasies that this has created? Mm. Ooh. Mm. Well, every every so often I'll, I'll, I'll speak, she'll out of the blue say, choke me, which is pretty standard stuff, but it's, it's not a f- strong choke. It's just the holding my hands there is enough. It's enough for her. It's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Spit on my chest. And why that's a turn on, I can't explain it that stuff it just is right spit in my mouth or vice versa and which in kind of real time when you have other couples that can lead to fluid swapping and sharing and there are people that are into it and people that aren't and absolutely. again we've i think we've taken it in the realms of <laughs> safe <laughs> yeah um without pushing too many buttons and and it's also you know when she might be blowing me i'm thinking about another woman with a strap on railing on her or even sometimes another guy. Cause I just like these scenarios. So it's, that's where the, the talk kind of goes is, and it just depends on the mood. None of this is regular. None of this actually ever takes place. It's more talk than it is action. And I'm very open to many things. Well, I'm probably more open than other guys. Once I discovered I love prostate play, fuck, bring it. You know what I mean? Just I let, will. Yeah, she will. She's, you know, she's, she's, she, she, many times she'll come to me. She's like, honey, when can I get any? And like, and, she, and she's driving it. But when she gets that look on her face and there's a fantasy to kind of being owned like that to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But then when you get to turn the tables on that after that kind of aggressive nature from her, that's really fun stuff. But I'd like to see that she gets that look in her eye. You know, and it's a very definitive look. It's also the same that she gives to the women when she's really. And it's like, yes, exactly. Um, But again, it's, you know, that's part of the reason why I'm still looking. I don't know if she's out there, which is fine. But it's the fantasies of it. Yeah. Like I said, it's the, the actions. I don't know if they're I don't know if they're actual reality or just a fantasy. We, we, I'm definitely not a vanilla person. Most of the fantasies involve just in bringing other people in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't mind my saying, like we've talked male, female, we on, so we've, we, even though like, I'm not sure that we're comfortable, like bringing any single guys into the scenario. We talk about that in just pillow play. A lot of the times it's definitely owning, like in some kind of penetrative way, a lot of filling your hole actually. that's her that's her thing you you know and and like i said a lot of this it's very interesting is a lot of my fantasies just don't take place at random times during the day when i think most people might mine always seem to take place when i'm in the heat of passion so i don't know how legitimate they are if they're not outside of that because if you only engage them within that time frame how are you going to feel outside of that time frame 
especially if I was doing something to somebody else. I don't want to get into a situation where I felt guilty or awkward or yeah. I did. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Even if there's consent, right? Right, right. Because I just don't know. But I, I just like those ideas. So th- that's really what a lot of the pillow, but a lot of the pillow talk is I, I can't wait to see you with, you know, Nessa. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like. Yeah, we'll relive past experiences. <laughs> yeah, <knows>. yeah, right. <laughs> right. And, and even, even the other, even the other, you know, we had our first experience with that other couple, first real all out experience with them. And it was, you know, again, watching the ladies go at it. And now I, I think now I'm more comfortable with everything, but now I get it because now I can see what's happening as it relates to how it's happening with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's been a big point of growth. You have a bundle of experiences and it's all new and maybe uncomfortable or you haven't talked all the details out. And so there's just a, there's a lot to manage, but we've a few years in at this point. No Well, at any rate, we've been able to carry it better in the context of us. I will say you guys have had one of the more dynamic dynamics that I have seen in the ever-changing world of what you're looking for, what you're open to. Really? Oh, very much so. When, When you guys came into this, you guys came out guns blazing, and then you scaled way back. That's true. Then you kind of ramped up again before scaling back again. That being said... Where are you guys currently? I don't think anything is off the table. We're going to start first with the connection. Make sure the connection is there for everything. We said certain things just don't interest us, like group play, you know, more than one couple. Well, if you can find two couples where all three couples are have the same vibe, we're interested in that. Mm-hmm. But that's something that we don't pursue. We don't pursue a lot of that stuff. Okay, it, with being particular, like okay, I said we're okay, yeah, we're yes, we're okay with being particular. We understand everyone should be as particular with us. We want to make sure that we put it all out there within the club atmosphere. We're definitely interested in in just getting to know more people. When we go there, you can build a little bit more friendships, and so mm-hmm. it actually becomes a cool place just to hang out versus the stress of okay, what are the rules we have to put in before there? The expectation that something has to happen when it's also just fine for the two of us to happen. Mm -hmm. And I personally definitely have a lot less anxiety about walking in those doors than I did. Um, But we've had much better conversations, especially since I think I became a lot more comfortable just understanding things and seeing things and being participatory to the levels I have been. I don't think anything is really off the table, but if we go to the club and it's just us in the couple's room and with a bunch of people watching, that's just a perfect night. Mm -hmm. And even if nothing happens, and we go home, we still have this. I think the first time we went back after our last hiatus, it was like the goal sort of was, let's just put our faces out there again. Let's just meet people. Let's see who we connect with. Let's be personalities that introduce ourselves to others and not just like hang, you mm-hmm. know? And we did that. We've connected with a, a couple of people online. Yeah. It hasn't really like grown to anything, but it just felt good to just like step back in and feel confident with just approaching people. That particular night, there was a lot of new people. So that makes it challenging too, because, mm-hmm. you know, they are very fresh and much like we were in the beginning, just figuring it out. So yeah. it becomes a little. There's, you know, another interesting dynamic that we never really touched on is I'm definitely more introverted. She's definitely extroverted. She probably carries most of the personality of the relationship. Funny. This is my sense of humor. I mean, the outward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The outward personality. But My my sense of humor does not come across that great with most people. And all these things are fine. That's what we're trying to evolve ourselves into is, hey, man, just go in there. Everyone's as normal as you are or as abnormal as you are. More like that. You know what I mean? So just... 
don't, you know, I just need to stop stressing about all these things. Just say, hey, man, if there's 100 people in there, I should say hi to 100, you know, 99 people Yeah, type thing. All right, Nancy, favorite story, favorite moment. <sighs> okay, first time in couple. Okay, well, first of all, I've already mentioned that one of my favorite moments is the initial evening with you in the couple's room. I, I have, okay, so there are there are two more that I'm going to put in the, 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 the top experiences. And one of them is one of the nights themed with the motor bunny riding. And it was not on the motor bunny that my favorite thing took place, but rather outside the room. So, you know, there's like, you can be on the bunny, you can view into the room where the motor bunny is. So you could technically be putting on a show there, which is fun in and of itself. And we've mentioned how exhibitionism and voyeurism is right up our alley. And there is a couch, which you can sit and view said room. And we sort of took over that area with the first couple that we ever met at that initial LNB. I went down on her on the couch. The guys were on either side of her kissing and playing with her tits. And it was, it was a very, she's, she, she likes it rough. And um, it was very aggressive, short, but sweet session. And it garnered a lot of attention. And I hate to say it probably away from the motor bunny as well. (laughs) But you know, you gotta like, you gotta work with the moment. And in that moment, Mm -hmm. like we were just kind of vibing each other and it, we were started making out and I was who I know that Loudon would appreciate this in addition to my appreciating this and she's kind of up for whatever uh, so that's when the fun started and it was the first experience out in that main area and honestly we don't see a lot of stuff happen out there so that was like part of the thrill too it's like gosh Darn it, let's make something happen in this public space. Can I interrupt with with two more quick ones that would kind of validate? Out in the public, you know, not a lot of stuff happens. So when this did, there was a lot of very complimentary statements made and a lot of people watching. I was so into it. I could barely do that. So that was really cool too. But one time we had a great event in the couple's room, you and I. And when we finished, the gentleman who came up and fist bumped me and, and you know the couple because we talked, and you know, it was just one of those like, <laughs> wow, you guys like, that was really great. That was really hot. I love that idea that we can be a part of someone's night in such a special way, in such a unique way yeah. that they're going to take it back to themselves and say, okay, we're going to, that just happened. We're going to go build on that. We're going to do our thing. The watching and being watched again, referring back to that, but I didn't mean to hijack, but it was okay. the whole point of. Just seeing that random stuff, I wish there was a little bit more of it. Yeah, There are people around. There's that whole voyeuristic experience where you can tell other people are just as into it when you're into it, but you're over here. And like, it's, it's very satisfying. Um, Again, I don't get to appreciate it as much as you do because I get like tunnel vision, but I, I can, I I mean, you're still part of it all. Your second one. We were on the large bed. I think it just started off with she and I, and then you got involved at, uh, at various points. I am in her, then you were in me. And then it, it culminates with her on my face and she is riding my face so hard and it is so fucking hot. I felt like my face was going to fall off. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was so intense. There was this experience of a lot of people. There were people on like all of the other furniture in the room. It was just, it was a scene. Besides the night that we were in there, I feel like that's the, the only other time where it's been like, 
um, like a serious amount of people, a big draw. And there was just a lot of action action happened simultaneously. And so that's why that kind of sticks in my mind too, is not only was I having this like super intense experience, but there was everybody else also having their own things. And then, yeah, just yeah. a big crowd. It was very exciting. My favorite moment so was, I like it. yeah, my favorite, <laughs> my, my favorite moment. And I'm going to say there's, there's two, but this one, it was our last encounter here where the ladies kind of started and I was able to be included. And it's still one of those things that, because as a guy jumping into something with two other women, you're like, it becomes, okay, is this too me centric? And I think I've said this you know, before in our conversation, mm-hmm. when I talked to your guys ears off is I overthink everything, <laughs> but I need to just go in there and just kind of enjoy it and figure things out. And I thought I felt more comfortable and things felt more genuine and wanted. And if it was that good then for as limited of as like as an experience as really is, what's it going to be like when you really start figuring things out and how you can move amongst each other and, and all the right touching and mm-hmm. all the right kissing and all that kind of stuff and just heighten all of that all and say, that, okay, yeah. just kind of put this out there. And I've heard some other gentlemen say it on the podcast is it's very easy for us to get screwed up in the head very quickly and have what would be a bad moment but we don't ever want to blame it on the women it's Mm -hmm. just the way our minds work but a shout out to the women who know how to coach us through that with it's not approbation and accolades and it's just like yeah keep doing that that's just right or teach us how you like to be kissed where Mm -hmm. give us the indications when you know those things. That's actually Nessa's superpower. Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. I would agree. That's what it was last time. Is like, you know, it just kind of everything I thought worked out very well. And so that would be hands down my best experience. So what happened during that experience? <sighs> Did you fist Nessa? Fuck. Is this something? Is that something that's too? Everything's appropriate. It's a fucking sex podcast. (laughs) That that is totally Nancy. That is totally. Hey, you want what in there? You you want what in there? Yeah, is my forearm good? Let's just (laughs) let's just. What what do we want to do? That that's her little. That's her little. yeah, I mentioned before, like, I like being the, the servicer, I suppose. Yeah, when it's your first, you really remember that. <laughs> um, so how do, how do we put some context to this? Um, how, how do you put this? One, two, fist. I don't know. <laughs> remember, I, I, I can't add details, but I sure can't cut them. <laughs> well, um, how does, how does one... How, Step one. Well, let me, I'm sitting on the couch you know, next to you and I'm <laughs> watching you two go. And I kind of saw that happen. I'm like, fuck, she really went for the, you know, gusto on that one. But the way your legs and toes and feet tighten up, <laughs> it's like, holy fuck, look at her cramping. I mean, there's no way you could not be cramping when I, I'm like, wow, they're really fucking into it. And that just was really exciting and hot the genuineness of it, but that's totally Nancy to be aggressive like that and say, I'm going to, well, you say aggressive. However, while it sounds, (laughs) I mean, just in general, it sounds aggressive. However, the way it actually happened was super sexy because you, Nancy, um, (laughs) 
I, you started off slower and I think at some point it was like the light bulb went off and you were like, I'm going to do this. And I think I I can. can. And I think you even whispered that in my ear and you're like, I think I can do, I can fit some more. And it, I mean, it was a progressive thing. It didn't happen (laughs) all immediately all at once. (laughs) And, but I found it super hot and I, I was like, okay. This is great. It I'm is on one board. of the few moments that something happened in the lifestyle that I go, fuck, how did I not get a picture of that? <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds, uh, it, it, not to make it seem like this is a goal, but, it, it's, but it's something you fantasize about. It's something that you like dream about. It's something that like I've been with other people and have not had the opportunity to do. And we were, we're very comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and the opportunity seemed to present itself and, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was very, very exciting. Okay. So just physics and management of anatomy <laughs> and shapes and such, it can be hard for us to get enough leverage and force to thrust as good as you can Loudon or G, <laughs> um, you know, unless you're wearing an appliance. Yeah. You can get, obviously then you can get different leverage if you have, uh, more digits involved and more pressure <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very satisfying. <laughs> Did I just have to explain fisting? <laughs> I don't know that it was necessary, but I was in the moment and I was just recalling and you like details and uh, <laughs> And they were obviously enjoying themselves. And at some point I just decided, I don't can't remember if you guys invited or said something or if I just s- said to myself, but either way I got involved. You actually had said that you weren't going to do anything that day. Right. And I believe Nessa said, the fuck you aren't. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think there was an invitation involved. Yeah. It might be. It's like, I I remember you just kind of like looking in that direction and making demands. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. And so, you know. I kind of uh, jumped into the situation. First of all, you're a fantastic kisser. Like, like, yes, we we talk about that all the time. It's like, God, I can't wait to, you know, make out with her again. Such a good kisser. Um, And and just a great touch and obviously just a very sexy woman. And to see the way that you two have that energy to be kind of included in that, you know, and also something you do, which I've teased about that when she does it, it's one of the biggest turns is I love it when women touch themselves. Doesn't matter where I fucking love it. When you're that comfortable, you're like, fuck, I'm just... You can't help but fumble yeah, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? As myself looking down on the view of you and then, you know, oh, she's then, right beside kind of uh, like... Assisting a little Yeah, that. assisting a little bit. You know, just, just like being like, hey, I'm going to comfort you both. It's one of those things you're like... Well, you know, if you I know, can offer yeah. a um, a harder nudge, you know, <laughs> or, or support to like get a better angle. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like being involved in that way yeah so that would that would definitely be my hands down best experience you seem surprised when i mentioned superpower i i what i am very surprised <laughs> she does not seem surprised not even <laughs> in the in the in the normal in the normal human world you can appear a bit on the meek side maybe a little quiet um but then you know conversationally and i think as we've become friends you definitely come out of your shell certainly the first night that we met we were all very chatty when we are intimate your your persona becomes like a like a goddess like you it's <laughs> <laughs> 
there is um, there's a there's a switch that flips, and you like you can very much own the space. And my favorite, I'm getting like kind of goosebumps thinking about it. But um, you're very reactive and uh, vocal, and that is all very very nice. <laughs> yeah, I've even you know when I listen to your your podcast, when you guys just share your own stories, mm-hmm. I've messaged her many times as saying like those are my favorite episodes you guys do is when you share your own and you guys are bantering back the same way and you're sharing the exact same experiences mm-hmm. like what you see yep. mm-hmm. so that's i think that's a great example is i see what he see okay and it's like fuck that's hot <laughs> and then i see it there i'm like okay my eyes you know you think it would be logical or whatnot but no when your anxiety's down comfort levels are good and everyone everything is just kind of working right you're like oh fuck i get it now <laughs> You know, so yeah. Was that an app description? That was fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you. No <laughs> matter how many times I try to tell her, no. no. <laughs> Nancy said, "When opportunity presents itself, <laughs> opportunity knocked, and she answered the door for yes, sure." She did. Wait, I have to say something. What's that? Welcome to the sex apartment, Mr. Humpday Quickies. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Humpday Quickies. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, we did just get married this past weekend, so ooh, ooh. it is now official. My voice has taken a, a beating over the just just a little celebrations. That's okay. <laughs> I was shocked that I looked up and kind of got the hint in the sound that she was fisting you because you frequently get the comment of how tight you are. Yeah. And that you were that relaxed and open to receiving from her at that moment. She had whispered in my ear as soon as she had a couple fingers in that she felt like she could get some more in there. And I was actually very surprised by that. I was like, oh, that's unusual usually. Usually it's a struggle to get (laughs) two in. And it's... Yeah. So when she said that, I'm like, okay. Go get it, girl. (laughs) I'm here for this. Yeah. So we did. And I know she was... So proud. She and was, it, it was a big check mark off her list of things. And I definitely was being on the receiving end of that for the first time, was very proud of myself as well. And it was, like I said, one of those few moments in the lifestyle where there was something happening that I was like, shit, I wish I had a picture of that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I've seen fisting done in porn and it's never done anything for me as far as watching it goes. I was surprised to even feel like it was very sexy in the moment, but the way that she went about doing it, it it really wasn't that picture that comes in my head when I hear the word fisting is just that super aggressive in and out, like pretty much punching inside the vagina. (laughs) And that's not exactly what it was. Not at all. It was slow and deliberate. She just worked and you enjoyed and worked right back. And it it wasn't just her doing it. It was definitely a team effort making that happen. It was a team effort for sure. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway... Nancy and Loudon were sharing one of their first experiences where they felt all four within the group were not really ready to do the things that they had done. The other couple had a regular couple that they played with, so they were comfortable with them, so they knew playing with a couple was possible. But when you have a regular couple that you play with, it's outside your comfort zone. Things are very easy, and when you try to go away from that. Yeah. It, and then, you, you know, these people don't know you, you don't know them, you're learning. And, and then also Nancy and Loudon had changed 
their dynamic somewhat to kind of fit the scenario. And I think that was something that walking away from that, they both understood that they did and then were able to figure it out after the fact, which was a yay for them. That's awesome communication. Now, I don't agree with the take one for the team. I think most of us, when we hear take one for the team, it's stepping down from what you're into. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, I guess I can see what they're saying. I mean, I think what but, I think what she was saying was not that they were all in it to do something, but they realized after the fact that they weren't ready for it. So they were taking one for the team in the sense that they kind of already showed up and were already there. And then they just followed through because <laughs> that was <laughs> what was happening, I guess. Right. And to stop it would have been probably harder to do than they. It all happened so quickly that they didn't have that opportunity to go, hang on, wait, what are we up for? It was just, we ran into this couple. They said, hey, let's do this. And we're like, fuck it, let's do it. Yep. And some couples, Nancy and Loudon included, need to build a connection with a couple before they can really take that next step yeah. and be comfortable to do that. Yep. They learned there. No, we can't just jump right into bed and say, okay, let's do this. Yeah. And unfortunately you have to have those awkward moments in your journey at some point to know exactly what it is that doesn't work for you. And that's why I love that story. Yep. In their next story, they brought up and I quickly said how much I fucking hated it when a couple says, oh, come find us in a little oh, bit. I know. I can't stand the idea of tracking somebody down, a tracking somebody down or somebody else picking a room and being like, okay, this, this is the room that we're doing this in. And that is definitely something that the group should decide as a whole. Sure. Because uh, there are some rooms that I, I'm not comfortable in that I, I don't want to play in, that I won't do that. And so, ooh, come find us and we'll pick that room and you guys just jump right in. It's like, ah, oh, no. Yeah, and in this case, it wasn't even a room with a door. So I feel that's kind of decision that needs to be made by the group if you're going to pick a room that's so public. Not everybody is into the public, you know, showing. and Right. Now, I could see if they had gone into another room, put the chain up and wanted to get things started themselves, get them yeah. going, and he knew, hey, you know what, I need a minute or two to get things revved up. Mm -hmm. And then, and they walk up and they go, okay. And if they're fine with the chain, put the chain back right. up. Here's your choice. And yeah. if they're or not fine the with the chain, hey, yep. is it okay if I close the door? And yeah. hey, we can move on from there. Yeah, and I'd be all right with that. that. But again, yeah. I still don't like the fucking hide and seek game. Well, and I agree. I guess the majority of our experiences have always been that we're talking to a couple or chatting out in a public area in the club and then, hey, you know, you want to take this to a room or, hey, let's do a walk. And we're all walking together and, oh, right. look at this room. Oh, open. there's a room. And if everybody goes in, then... Yep. It's a sure sign that things are going to follow down another. No, I definitely prefer the group as a whole picking a room. Yeah, me or too. Or when I they agree. find the one and only room that's open or whatever. And unfortunately, right, sometimes you're stuck with a room that maybe you didn't want because it's the only one available. But if you really want to play. And they were stuck in that room because that couple picked it and because it was the group room. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, probably even closer to 99 times out of 100, men will be respectful and say, hey, is it okay if I touch? Is it okay if I join in? Hey, we're watching. Can we be part of women on the other hand tend to go, eh, you know what? Everybody wants to add a woman. Why would me jumping into I this be a problem? I, oh, I see it all the time, mm -hmm. especially women to women. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I think I've been groped by more women <laughs> at the club without having been asked. Me or, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not too terribly 
picky about people asking to touch because we are in this very sexy environment. But when it comes time to actually playing and being in a room with other people, I do appreciate can I touch you, especially on a a unicorn night. And I think, unfortunately, the women who come into the club who are unicorns seem to have an air about them sometimes Mm -hmm. where they maybe think that, like you're saying, everybody here wants a unicorn. So I just have my pick or I can do what I want. I want to play with. Yeah. Everybody's here to play with me. Almost all the men we've come in contact with have been extremely respectful and have always asked, but I find it's the women who are actually the big offenders of not asking before touching and just thinking that they're welcome wherever they go. Single women and women in couples too. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just feel like, oh, I'm harmless. I'm a woman. I'm not going to be forceful. Of course you want to be touched by me. Right. And 99 times out of 100, of course I do. (laughs) But still, just especially in those group area play Mm -hmm. things, I think it's just really important to ask in those scenarios. I agree. We have taken their always be prepared lesson (laughs) to heart. Yes. And now, no matter what, even if we say at the beginning, before going out, we're not going to play, we are still prepared to play. Yep. And it's just always be ready just in case, because you never know how amazing that evening's going to be, how much everything's going to click, and if you're going to want to have that option on the table. I think back to a time when we actually had a date that was not close to home, and when we were driving out there, there was no plans on our end to get a hotel or anything. So I remember talking to you like, how are we even we're not even going to play. This has to be just a date. Both couples had kind of cut halfway. So in our minds, because we didn't have a hotel, we didn't have the sex apartment close by, you know, we just kind of were like, okay, this is clearly just a date. And it did end with... But I still said, you know what? Just <laughs> yeah, we were case. still ready. We we're still ready. <laughs> yeah, but it did end with a, hey, we have a hotel room just down the street. Yep. Do you want to come? We're, both of us, I think we looked at each other like, whoa, <laughs> It came out as a surprise, but it was perfect. We ended up, and it was a great night too. One on on the top of the list there for me. So the Breakfast Club couple, mm-hmm. they mentioned them as a unicorn couple, where yeah. it's what everybody calls the elusive four way connection. Yes, <laughs> I think we connect very well with a lot of people. I think we're very, our personalities are rather laid back. We enjoy the company of many different types of personalities and we're really okay with. We're very easy to get along with and we're open to whatever anybody else is open to. We don't have rules that are stopping us from doing multiple different types of interactions within the lifestyle. I mean, we will soft swap, we will just girls play, we will full swap. So we don't find the four-way connection to be that elusive. It doesn't seem to be that difficult for us. But what is it that you feel we are looking for most in the lifestyle? I heard a term called kitchen table polyamory. While we aren't polyamorous, we're not looking for necessarily another love relationship outside of our relationship. I am looking for friends that we can have that bond where we're just really cool. They can stop by the house at any given time and not necessarily have sex, but, you know, come in, say hi, hang out. And if, you know, kids aren't around or nothing's happening, then we can also take it to the bedroom. And I would love to have just that friendship with not just one couple, maybe two or three, and have the ability to just be that comfortable with people that we have this kitchen table 
polyamorous relationship. The kind of friends that don't feel they have to ring the doorbell, but can just come in. Just walk in. Yeah. If they want something to drink. They just get Help up and themselves. get it. They don't have to ask. Yep. Or and wait you know, to be offered. Yeah. Yeah. No. And no um, niceties. You know, my house Where is Where we mess, don't feel we have to entertain. <laughs> or Right. Just yes. make yourself at home. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. And I think that's been something that has slowly but surely like evolving while we're going through the lifestyle. I don't know that I would have wanted that when we first got into the lifestyle, but now that we have close friends Mm -hmm. within the lifestyle, people we hang out with, I can just visualize that happening easily. Right. Not overnight, obviously over time. And that part of it really intrigues me, just having that comfort with friends that you can do that. I agree. Big points to Nancy for putting on a show in that public play space where she was able to draw the crowd away from the motor bunny display. So I almost feel like this should be a game. (laughs) I feel like whenever you manage to pull the crowd's attention away from the thing that was supposed to bring the people to the party, I feel like you should get like bonus points or something. Gold stars for sure. Bare minimum gold stars. It reminds me of the Glowlight Party. Yeah. Where you were putting (laughs) on a show in the theater room. Yeah. And there were a couple couples having sex in the group room right next door with a window into the theater room. People kind of stepped around those couples and stopped <laughs> watching them and were standing at the window watching you instead. Yeah. So that's I think that was your gold star moment. Yeah, yeah. We've had a couple. There were some rope tying moments, but... That was the show of the night, so I don't know if that counts. But no, still gold star for your performance there. Though. <laughs> Drawing a crowd. Maybe we'd just give points for the numbers in the crowd. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.